Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The fight over abortion rights to expand, to curtail, to eliminate them, it's been part of our national conversation for decades. But then news dropped on Friday. We are so excited. I've worked my entire adult life for this moment. It hurt a lot, and I didn't expect to be as emotional as I was. The overturning of Roe v. Wade continues to elicit endless responses. But what's really behind it all? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. In January of 1973, the United States Supreme Court ruled 7-2 in the case of Roe v. Wade that women had the right to an abortion under the 14th Amendment. The court at the time said a woman's right to privacy was protected under her right to due process, which is provided for under Amendment 14 to the U.S. Constitution. In 1992, Roe was affirmed in Planned Parenthood v. Casey. But this past Friday, the Supreme Court on a 6-3 margin overturned the precedent set by Roe in the case of Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. We are so excited that a majority of the Supreme Court justices overturned Roe. They decided on the right side of history today, and we stand by them and we thank them for their courage. You know, we've been working for the past 50 years to see this through, and we just couldn't be more excited. Governor Whitmer just tweeting this minute, this is devastating. Michigan's dangerous abortion ban could go back into effect, making abortion a felony in Michigan. What do you say in response to this? To response, we say this is great news. Human rights will be restored in Michigan, and the unborn will be protected as individual human beings if our 1931 abortion law goes back into effect. That is Anna Visser live on WWJ News Radio 950 Friday speaking with midday anchor Brooke Allen. Visser is the communications director for Michigan Right to Life, an anti abortion group. But what about the people that have been directly impacted by abortion? The next voice you'll hear is that of Rebecca Kiesling. She's a lawyer and the president of Save the One, another anti abortion group. I've worked my entire adult life for this moment. I was protected by the 1931 law here in Michigan. My birth mother had sought to end my life at two illegal abortions and was pro-choice when we met, but changed her mind six years later. And today we're both thankful for that law, which spared us both from the horror of abortion. It's important that people remember we're talking about real people. This is not like you know, just a, a, a fetus and this theoretical concept, this legal entity that people see as being remote. But there's people like me who are alive today because the law protected them. The Supreme Court decision was not a huge surprise. That despite a half century of precedent and multiple Supreme Court justices saying Roe was untouchable. In early May, there was a leak of a draft opinion from the court saying the decision from 1973 would be overturned. 
But Michigan State Senator Mallory McMorrow, a Democrat who represents parts of Metro Detroit, she told me her reaction to the news was still visceral. It hurt. It hurt a lot, and I I didn't expect to be as emotional as I was, even knowing that it was coming. But when it actually happens, I mean, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I wouldn't bring this up if you didn't already talk about her, because I don't want to bring other people's families into this, but you have a young child, a daughter. When you yeah. hear what happened, when you know what happened, and you hold her, you look at her, what do you think? I, I It is devastating to realize that right now I have less rights than my mom did. And my mom is somebody who suffered a few miscarriages before I was born. And looking at her, you know, thinking that Noah is going to have less autonomy over her own body. You know, right now, the law in Michigan is that there's no exception for rape. And God forbid anything ever happens to her. I don't want her to be forced to carry a pregnancy. It's just devastating. One of the points made by those who are pro-choice is that it is not a crude form of birth control. Senator McMorrow says her life was saved by medical procedures that can tie into abortion. I shared my own personal story of after I gave birth to my daughter, I had an IUD placed knowing that I didn't want to get pregnant again right away. And that IUD punctured through my uterus, which is a very rare occurrence but one that required a laparoscopy and a DNC procedure to be scheduled to remove it, which a DNC is an abortion procedure. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, that's not going to be banned. It will be based on the fall of Roe and Michigan's 1931 law. And we actually had legislation a few years ago in Michigan to explicitly ban DNC procedures, which is used in situations like mine to save somebody from an ectopic pregnancy, which is fatal, to treat cancers. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons why this procedure, which is an abortion, is used. There is concern among those who are pro-choice that Friday's decision will limit the rights of others going forward in other situations. But that's not how Rebecca from Save the One sees it. She tells WWJ Afternoon anchor Tony Ortiz that the ruling itself will live in a vacuum. Justice Alito was very specific in his Supreme Court ruling that it will not affect other liberty interests, other interests that have been you know, protected under the 14th Amendment. He was super clear on that. He amended that draft opinion after reading through the dissenting opinions where they accused the majority of potentially doing that in the future. And he made that crystal clear. No, this will not affect anything else. This is only because we're talking about another human life. While Rebecca may have been right about Justice Samuel Alito's opinion, she does fail to mention a concurring opinion by fellow conservative Justice Clarence Thomas. Thomas writes, quote, In future cases, we should reconsider all of this court's substantive due process precedents, end quote. Roe was decided on the basis of a right to privacy. And now with this decision falling, it opens the door to contraception itself. It opens the door to gay marriage or even the choice to have sex, which is such a huge invasion of privacy. Again, this is this is just government overreach. And I think that it's important for everybody to kind of take the emotion out of this and really just grapple with what this decision means. There was a frequent question asked on this podcast, and it's, how did we get here? A Gallup poll from early May says 55% of Americans consider themselves to be pro-choice, a number the company says is the highest it's been in decades. 
Our local lawmaker, Mallory, thinks part of that reason we've ended up at this spot is because the topic of sex as a whole and anything that's related to it is taboo. A lot of us are taught not to talk about it, right? Like talking about our sex lives, talking about these very personal issues. A, it's a hard thing to do because this tends to be very emotional. If you've had multiple miscarriages, that's a hard thing to relive. Or if you have had a later term abortion because of a horrific feel abnormality where a pregnancy went very wrong, it's a hard thing to talk about. So I think that even though you know one in four women likely have had an abortion or an abortion procedure, we just don't hear about it. And my hope is that more people will realize the importance of sharing their own stories and just how broad ranging this is. But also, I think a lot of people expected that Roe would never be overturned. This was set precedent. This was 50 years of federal protection where it was just unimaginable that it would fall. And yet here we are. You've heard Michigan's 1931 statute that outlaws abortions referenced a few times. In fact, there's an episode on it from the Daily J a while back. You can go check it out in our feed. Now that the federal law doesn't protect the right to choose in Michigan, the ban goes into effect. And that would have been true, but a Michigan Court of Claims judge issued a preliminary injunction keeping the right to choose legal in Michigan for now. But Rebecca, she's the head of Save the One, she says Michigan's elected officials have a duty to uphold the state's constitution as it is. I went to all three years of law school with Dana Nessel, and I remember when she was running, she had this video where she said that, you know, if you try to end abortions, I'll meet you in the back alley. And that's so offensive to someone like me because she's basically saying, if I had my way, you'd be dead right now, that you didn't deserve the protection you received. And it's really elitist. I mean, I'm just as worthy of love and life as anyone else. And so were the millions who were aborted since Roe v. Wade. Everybody deserves love and protection, equal protection under the law. And her job was to defend the law. When the Michigan Constitution was passed in 1963, the latest, it specifically said that the attorney general, if they saw any law that was in conflict with the new 1963 Constitution, the attorney general's job was to consult with the legislature, not to just say, I'm not going to defend the law. That's in the Michigan Constitution. That was her constitutional role, period. Consult with the legislature. Is there a way to find any kind of middle ground on abortion? I don't think middle ground really exists on a topic like this one. That's why these arguments are so deeply rooted. Though Mallory did tell me that if we can make parenting a bit easier, it's likely we'll see a drop in the number of abortions. We know that there is common ground if we want to reduce the number of abortions, right? That's expanding access to contraception, education, also expanding things like paid leave, addressing maternal health care issues to make sure that if this is something that a woman and a family chooses, that they have the support that they need. Here's one thing we know for sure. The timing of this Supreme Court ruling makes the next several months wildly interesting, at least from a political standpoint. The stakes in the midterm elections here in Michigan have risen dramatically no matter your political orientation. For those at the center of this conversation, it is not about politics. It's about what's right and what's wrong. But with no agreement on what is right and what is wrong, this is likely to be just another chapter in the long history of the fight over the right to an abortion. Thank you to Mallory McMorrow, Rebecca Kiesling, and Anna Visser for talking to us here at WWJ News Radio 950 for this podcast. A special thanks today to my colleagues Brooke Allen and Tony Ortiz for their assistance. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out www.newsradio.com for local news on demand 24-7.
Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.